Hi guys, so today's topic is going to be discussing um, domestic violence and abuse and allegations surrounding that. So please be warned before you listen on to it. And if you are a domestic abuse um, survivor or you know someone going through it, um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Welcome to Timeline Tea Time with Ty. Oh, <laughs> me almost saying entry. You I was about to say that. I said, oh wait. <laughs> we can keep that in. Yeah, I mean it's it's correct. Yes. We uh, are Ty and Trey. I'll probably re-record the um, entrance line anyway, but it's whatever. That's fine. Welcome everyone. Welcome. <laughs> such a serious topic i I know we were flops i think i did pretty well with the entrance though i sounded pretty professional yeah you said um a few times but other than that yeah like three times girl girl (laughs) i'm not it's okay you got you got your point across well i didn't want to ask you the day has been but how has your day been (laughs) Damn. My day's been my day's been pretty okay. I mean, it rained a lot today <laughs> and it made me lose power. And I recently got it back. So um doing better than I previously was. I'll I'll say that. What about you? My day was okay. It rained. Oh my god. <laughs> I love the rain actually, but not when it fucking causes power outages. I used to like the rain, but it has been raining literally every day since I moved back to Dallas, and I can't go on yeah. my own walks, and if I can't do that, I can't smoke in the morning. So, mm. it's been a little difficult, but we're going to make it through. But my day today um, was full of procrastination. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I can relate to that. Because, you know, like, since we've graduated, like, I genuinely lost track of time. Like, when I started <laughs> June on Twitter, on Tinder, not on Tinder, Lord. Tinder. <laughs> Twitter. I am on Twitter, actually. Twitter.com. But you... Twitter.com, yeah. That's where I put my tweets, not on Tinder. But, Keep it that way. <laughs> do, you, do you have a Tinder? I do have one, but I haven't been on it in so long. Would you even? So like, I mean, basically, I don't have one. I never get on it. Would you even like have people to like match with in your town? I oh, in my town. No, um, no, if no, I no. set the location, not your town, your village. Huh. Oh yeah, my village. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm not gonna say the name because you'd literally be able to find my address. But I live in. We already said the name of it in last podcast. Oh shit, we did. Oh well, it's fine. I can send you. I can resend it. Okay. Let's finish editing the last podcast. The same thing we're recording this one. (laughs) We're working girls. You are. Yeah. um, (laughs) But I, I'm from a village, which basically just means the population isn't populated enough to be classified as a town so yeah i'm from a extremely small town it's hell 
Oh, oh, girl, it's hell. The, oh, believe me. No, I just it's, say it's I would, bad, but I cannot say I would kill myself. That is so wrong. I mean, I've thought about it. Oh my god! Don't get me wrong. Oh, um. But we're here today to to, teacher, I'm just to tell our story <laughs> of, perse- of perseverance. Girl, I was thinking about it, and um, I need to stop saying I'm God's favorite. He keeps sending me challenges because he's trying to take me out of here. He keeps trying to send you hints. Before he's I was like, like, before I was like, delusional. Testing me, you know, he's making me stronger. Girl, no. <laughs> he wasn't was- testing me. He was fucking with you. <laughs> it was a test. I was supposed to fail it. That's why he said. Yeah, it, it was. You were literally set up. <laughs> Oh my god, but anyways, um, you want to get into the tea? Like- yes, so yes, yeah, so this week is actually a little bit different. Um, usually we both bring a topic to talk about, but this week we have a pretty hefty topic that you know delves into a lot of timelines and just a lot of facts and evidence. And Trey is gonna have the opportunity to flex his journalism degree. And yeah. give us give us a good rundown of the story today, so you can take it away, Trey. Oh, okay then. So, um, just a disclaimer that all of these are allegations right now, and I used my journalism degree to like get all this information together to compile it, not to just like gossip, but to start a whole dialogue really about what domestic violence is and what defending yourself is, and. Um, just we have to have these conversations because that's where all the confusion is like now people going on different sides and stuff but anyways we're gonna get to the actual like details of the case so like ty do you know anything about it about what's going on okay i'll i'll tell you everything i do know so i was on tiktok like a few days ago at this point maybe like four or five days ago and i saw a video of widow getting arrested Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like out on the street and I I knew absolutely nothing. I knew nothing of why she was getting arrested. I still don't really know. Um, that was the first point in time I heard about it. And at that point I thought uh, it was like a wrongful arrest where she was you know, peacefully outside just existing and the cops just arrested her because that's what I was led to believe when I first saw the video. Yeah, like, um, like what usually happens. <laughs> yes yeah like just you know another day in america but um after that i heard i started hearing mixed things about you know don't believe everything you read on the internet and uh since then i i don't really know much else about it i know that it's a lot deeper than i than i currently know but i'm i'm excited for you to enlighten me about about what's going on okay so um the first thing I saw was actually um, the video of Widow getting arrested too, but I saw it on Twitter on the actual time, like with how you're supposed to be doing. But <laughs> <laughs> this called time. It's all Twitter. it's all intermingled. How many how many TikToks have you seen on Twitter? And oh, bitch, uh, me on TikTok, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a boring bitch in front of a tweet re re, re- reading a tweet. Anyways, back to Twitter. Okay, yeah. Back back to back to our back to our podcast. Yes. So um 
it was I had too seen the video of Widow getting arrested. She was talking about how um, she's getting wrongfully arrested for defending herself on her own property. And um, apparently she said that she had asked this boy to leave her apartment five times. And when he didn't, things got physical between them and she removed him from the apartment, right? So um, that's just like the, that's just like the, um, what's it called? The bare bones of the story, girl. Like mm -hmm. so much deeper. So when you look into the relationship of the two, um, a lot of people have been saying like, oh, first, that's what's the, that's why people haven't been um, trusting TMZ because TMZ reported on it as well. But, Never uh, trust TMZ ever. Girl. <laughs> they reported, it's so... They reported the victim as um, Widow's boyfriend. But um, when you talk to actual... Um, Widow herself claimed the person was just a white boy. So um, when you talk, just about, a random white boy. Just a white, well, she said just the white boy, but okay. uh, she has acknowledged. So I'm guessing someone that she was just like hooking up with, like no relationship. Because when you ask her friends, people are saying, "Oh, they were just hooking up." Some people said they were together, and then some people said that they weren't. But okay. But also worked at the same bar. Widow danced at. Okay. It's like so, at most they were friends with benefits. At minimum, they were just coworkers. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm going to actually go into the timeline. I got actual like dates and stuff like that too. So um, on the 28th, that's Friday the 28th of uh, May, this um, past May, the, vic the incident happens, the altercation happens, and the victim actually goes to um, Widow's Bar called Missy B, like in Kansas City. And she informs him, like, hey, Widow beat me up and everything. And the bar instantly bans Widow, like, then and there. Hmm. And, um, okay. So when Widow tries to come dance that night because she thought she was still performing, they say, hey, you can't come in. You've been banned because of this whole situation. And they refused to hear her out that first night. So when she was in her Uber ride home, she um, – went on Instagram live and started this whole rant about how, um, oh yeah, I can, um, y'all never even listened to my side of the story. Um, y'all did give me a chance to defend myself, but um, y'all have always mistreated like black girls, X, Y, and Z. And she was going off trying to um, like listen tea about that bar. She was like, I know oh. y'all staff ain't even vaccinated. What? Oh God! Okay, like but um, I'm not gonna get into all the tea about that, about that bar. But um, after that situation happened, they allowed Widow to come back and explain her side of the story. And from what she, we don't know exactly what she said to her bar, but from what she said, it was convincing enough that they let her back in the next day. Like they said, you're you're unbanned and everything. Okay, that's. This bar is a little flimsy with their protocols. Exactly. But in the um, Instagram live, it gets interesting because she specifically says um, she knows the boy. Like she never denied that she didn't know the boy and she never denied beating the boy up. And um, it's actually said that um, Widow, Widow has had that boy, the victim, um, dog sit for her before. But um, at this particular, like, day that, like, the altercation happened, like, he was not supposed to be on her property. Like, they don't live together or anything. Like, that is Widow's apartment that she owns by herself. Okay. And um, 
Widow says herself that he and her have messages that um, she was not supposed to, he was not supposed to be in her apartment and that he was not welcome there. She said that specifically, that he was not welcome there. And um, people were saying that on this Instagram live that she was being belligerent and like she was intoxicated. And like, um, I would suggest you guys go look it up. Cause like, if you look up Widow on um, Reddit, like you can find a lot of this information and like the video like and all the links and stuff like that to the live. She did not look intoxicated to me because like she was talking clearer than me, honestly. And like, of course she was upset and she was yelling but like she wasn't missing words. She wasn't pausing for too long. She knew what she wanted to say. She seemed coherent to me. I haven't seen it, so. Yeah, I can send you the link after this. So this happens on Friday. And um, Saturday, Widow goes back to performing and everything. And apparently the victim had been seen like going out to bars and stuff like that. So it's like, if your face, did you actually see the pictures or anything like that? What TMZ posted? No. So TMZ first posted just like the arrest thing, calling um, the victim her boyfriend and everything. But um, Mm -hmm. um, it was actually today. TMZ posted the actual pictures of the boy, like his face and stuff, needing stitches and everything. Oh, really? Oh, so was that? Yeah, he got beat up. But um, he was seen going out to bars and stuff like that afterwards, which is like, if you need 14 stitches in your face, why would you go out to bars? Especially gay, you know that. So he's going out. Yeah, so he's going to these bars with a busted up face. Yes, and he went to certain bars that he knew that um, that um, it was known that Widow frequents because like Widow's a big name in there, obviously now because she's from Drag Race, which was kind of weird. And also, I don't know if I made this point before. Um, please don't send any hate to like Widow or like the victim, whatever side you believe, or whatever's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, they are. They're both going through it, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't need they don't need you to like tell them that they're in some shit. They both, you know, they know. Of course, believe survivors, but especially like in situations when like police and everything are contacted and it's between white people and people of color. Do something. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Don't just blindly believe stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so um Sunday is when the video, when the actual video of her getting arrested happens. And by then, all of her, the local queens and everything, um, well, a lot of the local queens voiced actual support for, and even some of the Drag Race girls, like Detox and stuff, like a lot of them came out in support, but a lot of girls have been quiet too. Mm. So, um, that's really like most of the timeline. People have been like poking holes and like trying to poke holes in Widow's side because Widow does widow not she does look bad in this situation right now especially because the only time we've seen her talk is her her, she oh stuttering jesus she she has been speaking of anger so like that's the only times we've seen her in this situation and when it's eating up somebody but um the whole problem she was arrested on three counts of actual domestic abuse and then four counts of attempted um, domestic abuse but what it's weird to me because i mean yeah go ahead because they're not in a relationship though Mm -hmm. and if and technically he wasn't he trying 
he was trespassing. And so that's what else I had to research, the stand your ground laws. So it's much more clear when you use like a gun or something like that. But like, that's what it really means. But like, especially in Missouri where they are, um, you can use mm-hmm. deadly force. But, um, and in, in the castle doctrine, a person does not have the duty to retreat from a conflict before using force in their home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have to, um, so when you're using like force and stuff like that, apparently when you're using like force to remove people out of your own property, you're only supposed to use the minimum of force required to move them out. That's such a flimsy law. Like, how do you measure that? I guess like in this situation, the force seems excessive. I mean, yes, that's true. This is obviously force, uh, uh, I mean, overly excessive force. But I mean, I'm just saying like in general, like how do you how do you gauge what you know is the most amount of necessary force? How do you gauge what is necessary and what's not? And you know, like right, that's real. just that's stupid. But, but yeah, we I think we can all agree that this is definitely an excessive amount of force. But it's also like a Missouri law too, so you can't take it like seriously. It's Missouri. It's that's a southern law. Yeah, the southern law. If I've heard one. So um widow apparently like um was like punching him and everything in the face and um apparently she choked him out and he lost consciousness apparently for a little bit oh god and okay um, well yeah that that makes sense why the charges are why she has that many charges then but um and people are like why didn't widow call the police then if she saw he was unconscious firstly if i fought somebody and then they lost I'm not calling the police, you know? So I can say, somebody up or come arrest me. And then as a black queer woman who just beat up a white person, why would she call the police in that situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that just wasn't clicking with me. But um, the story that Widow was giving is that she came, um, no. The story Widow gave is that she was at her house he came over, she told him to leave multiple times, and that's when she put her hands on him. But apparently, they were fighting first. Like, he had tried something with her, and then she just overpowered him. Hmm. But his story is that he was in her apartment, she came home drunk, and then did this to him. Okay, so yeah, this is just he said, she said. Yes. So there's no really... Yes. There's no resolution to this, but... So apparently there are messages that he was not supposed to be in the apartment, but mm-hmm. one of um, Widow's exes came forward and spoke about their um, a similar situation that they went through with Widow. Like, oh, so she like, has a history. Like, she gets so apparently she's known to get drunk and then get a little aggressive, and that um, victim who came yes. out. Um, she said um, this was a few years ago. Like Widow was twenty six at the time. The person was 19. <gasps> yeah. Oh, God damn. Like, it was supposed to, it started off as like a, a widow was like a drag mom and everything. And then, mm-hmm. and it went from there. Yeah. It's just, ugh. um, because the whole, the whole situation is weird to me. Cause it's like widow has never, every time widow was spoken, um, first of the last statement we got from her was, was her arrest. 
But um, she also got yeah. on Vaughn right now because she did get arrested, but she posted she posted like her bail. Um, Widow, what was I going to say about it? Oh, Widow has never not claimed to have fought him. She said, I beat his ass, yes, but I was justified in doing so. Yeah. I'm not understanding because she's claiming that they were not together. And so how are they charging her with domestic abuse? Like, if anything, this would be like assault or something like that, you know? Yeah, I agree. And especially with the fact that he wasn't wanted in her like on her property exactly and i feel like that she has to have some kind of leg to stand on there where you know she can say that she had a trespasser you know mm-hmm. in her in her home because so she thought that she needed to one of the laws i looked up today about that too about trespassing it was like um it has to be established beforehand that like you do not want them on your property. Like you can't invite someone on your property and then say, "Oh, you're a trespasser." Mm, okay. Like, but widow, widow is saying she didn't invite him. He came, and he's saying he was already there, which meant he was invited beforehand. Gotcha. So yeah, this entire thing is a whole. He said, she said. So yeah, I mean, unless someone confesses or something is you know brought up that's just not currently out maybe something through text uh, i mean we don't really know know what actually happened at all like and it's it's so much nuance in this like i always say believe survivors and everything but like I, I'm not- there's a lot of nuance in there. And I'm and I'm not understanding why she was only charged because Widow only got charged with domestic violence things. But if Widow was saying this is not my partner, would the changes not be charged to just with ooh, I said that backwards? Would the charges not be changed to just like aggravated assault and everything? Well, not aggravated assault. Is is the other guy saying that they were together? Is he refuting the claim that they weren't partners? I don't think he said that they were not. First going off. I don't think he said that they were not partners, mm-hmm. but he obviously, if he felt some way, he would have went to the police and said, we're not together, but like she still did this to me. But I think like what the way he was saying it, he was implying they were in a relationship. Because like if he's in their house like that and like Widow knew and people knew they had a sexual relationship, I think that's him saying we were together. Yeah. <laughs> bitch you just cut out so much with that it was like girl oh my god you sound like an image in a song oh my god still currently Oh, wait, no, you sound okay now. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, I, said, um, I said how it was interesting how the world's electric Girl, you, you went back to it. You went back to Image and Heat. <laughs> Hold on, let me try and... <laughs> it just hit this low note. Good night. <laughs> 
I want you to go back and listen to this when you're editing it. It just went like, is it? <laughs> Do I sound fine now? Yes, you sound good now. Okay. I'm not going to say, I, every time I try to say what I wanted to say, it goes poop. So I'm not going to move on. Let's just move on. Um, but we got to close out this this widow chapter. Um. So in closing, please believe survivors. They have much more to lose by lying or like much more to lose by telling the truth than lying. Um, but also use critical thinking. Um, please don't send hate to either party. Um, we did this to open up a, a discussion between ourselves, between about, oh, Jesus, between me and Ty and you guys about domestic abuse and what abuse is and what violence is and what trespassing is. Um, Please have your own dialogues and conversations and speak to other people about domestic violence and show that you are supportive of them if they're going through it or you need support if you do, if you are going through it. Yes, I second that. Girl, we well, almost lost it there. I almost lost the track. <laughs> you, you got back on. The got, wheels lifted. You you were on two wheels for a minute, but <laughs> but you got you got back down. <laughs> Girl, I was um not Thomas. Um what was it? What was he? He had the train, Thomas the train. <gasps> he was a train. Not the tank. You're thinking Thomas of JJ or J JJ the jet plane. No, JJ the jet plane was a plane. Well, Thomas I know, but I'm just, but I'm just saying. I know there's a whole bunch of inanimate objects that were people growing up, planes and trains. I don't think they could have like a TV show about like a tank. That would be too like. No, that'd be too bad. Yeah, that wouldn't be. But they had GI Joe. How is that like legal? GI Joe is in the closet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just the hyper masculinity, like we see through it, sis. With the murdering girl, that's why he's so hyper masculine. <laughs> he doesn't know how to process process his emotions. We know how closet cases are; oh, they lash out. <laughs> I mean, how many serial killers do we know were f words? They're fucking crazy. I know one serial killer. And they're on All Star Six. <gasps> oh, I can't wait to find out who it is. I have a feeling, I know. A great transition into our main topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, All Star Six, the cast got announced a little while ago. So exciting. So the uh, the 35th season of Drag Race <laughs> this year. So so excited honestly though i'm re- i really am excited for this one yeah no me too i have a lot of faith in this season the bar has been a little lowered by recent seasons except for yeah the- especially the- all-star seasons agreed especially all-star seasons too because the all-star the last good all-star season i mean the only good all-star season we have is season two in my opinion i mean i you can make an argument for season four yes that's what i was gonna say season but two, i will admit the challenges weren't the best for the queens mm-hmm. Actually, no i take that back they had the jersey one that was pretty good they had the um they had the courtroom one 
the courtroom was pretty funny. Now I do remember that last acting challenge was a mess. Like they were getting mad at the courtroom. Oh my god, yes. It was funny. It was they only had one funny character. Uh, but this is also six. Hopefully they just kind of pull challenges. What challenges are you excited to see in All Star Six? Oh my god. I well, we've talked about this previously, but my favorite type of challenge is the makeover challenge. I and that episode was just the last episode of Australia or Down Under, which I still didn't mm-hmm. like. But um, I'm excited for the makeover challenge. Honestly, not excited for Snatch Game because it's never good anymore. <laughs> um I hope they do another oh my god I, one of my favorite staples now in all-star seasons is the like decorator room whether it's like a hotel or a club i, I think that's so fun i hate that that's one of my least favorite challenges if it's done well it could be really well but like no, and i feel like this I, season has a lot of funny people that can pull it off i think they should make the club one a staple like the hotel room was stupid well i it's like it's the same challenge just with different themes you know so like because i mean the challenge is just decorate a room so like next this season they could do a like i don't know what's a room you could decorate like an office like or like you're a you're a teacher and like you're decorating your classroom you know like it's just something that you're you know what i'm trying to say no it's I, all the same challenge you're just decorating something differently and as a tourist you shouldn't ask me to come to your side i'm not gonna understand <laughs> it, oh it, and it's fine as because as an aquarius i know that i'm right oh okay anyways my favorite <laughs> <laughs> my favorite challenge is she mz i love that uh, are you fucking ones. kidding me when they had like the boy versions and then they had ross not ross they had carson still being extra gay and then they had um, them actually acting in the scenes. I think that's such a great concept. I don't think they did it the best on All Stars 5, but I think that's a great idea for a challenge. And that's like, mm-hmm. not that you can be stapled, like you can be like remade. You know? Um, the, the like boy looks, the boy drag in the office, every <laughs> single scene was cringe, every single one. None of them landed. When uh, but uh, like um, Ellen to Justin. Oh, <laughs> Ellen, yeah. I was gonna say Justin Bieber, but yeah, more Ellen. You're right. But um, look, thinking back, the the um, the like, actual skits were funny. Yeah, I did like the people. I did like the like characters. when like um, when Mayhem <laughs> Mayhem was like eating the glass or something because it dropped out of her pussy. Yeah, because yes. she was shoplifting. I thought that was funny. I think. I mean, India could have been a little better, but India could have been better. I mean, India could have, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. India could have been better, period. But what I was going to say about Blair, I heard one of her songs the other day, and I actually didn't hate it. Really? Yeah, because she... That's surprising. Like, when she can sing, like, when she can sing, <laughs> when she sings, like, she still keeps her deep voice and everything, and, um... She doesn't sound like theater? No, she she has like a nice voice. It was kind of mm-hmm. like um, like a more modern type type song, you know. I would not have thought that or guessed that. It was okay. It was, I I listened to it again. Good for her. I like Flair. It was better than "Give Me What I Want." <laughs> Rose's cover. That's what I mean. Yes. Wait. Let's swiftly move on from Rose. <laughs> <laughs> 
we keep like she keeps being a topic oh, literally all we do is send hate you know what i said i was gonna do this um i was gonna tell you this before we need to start start off each episode saying something that we like and something we love we always oh that's a good idea yeah on everything that we do so we're gonna edit this in the beginning so okay give me something that you just anything you love anything you support oh my god okay I, you know what? I'm going to get some shit for this. And, and I, and, but I'm willing to take it and I'm willing to, willing to take it. And before I say it, I want to say that I know that it has faults, but I listen, listen, I appreciate old seasons of America's Next Top Model. Because what? The abuse that they went through. Can I explain one entertainment the abuse for your entertainment okay i'm gonna get there okay one listen one (laughs) tyra banks is a national treasure tyra banks lives in her own world and she never has to answer to anyone and she knows it too tyra knows that she runs the shit like she she is the boss so whenever you're in front of her tyra knows that and tyra completely abuses power and is so awful and so manipulative and such a gaslighter that it's honestly it's so interesting to watch back to see what was normal back in the day and just like watching to see just how literally how society has changed because if an old season of america's next time model aired today as normal tyra banks would literally be blacklisted from every everything everything. entertainment she was horrible she's so horrible i mean and now i'm sure that she's grown because that was literally 20 years ago but but seriously still acts the same she i mean she's better at hiding it i think she's better at hiding it only because she she doesn't have her own over nobody put her in yeah again she's gonna make them girls yeah, she doesn't have a show anymore. She's she's the host of like what America's Got Talent or something, but like she doesn't have her own show, so she can never like voice her opinions anymore. So so that's why she's like normal now because we never hear from her. So she is camp. She is no, but Trey, have you have you ever went back to watch like season or cycle like three or four of America's Next Top Model? Have you ever seen any old season? The only episode I went back to watch was the one she made them switch races. And then one girl, was, mm. I don't think I want to be a black person. <laughs> and then she was that like, was, yeah, you want to win this money? And she made a penis. <laughs> that was cycle four. And I remember that episode, a girl got sent home because she wore flip-flops to judging. And what, And when she was judging, the judges were like, you look like shit. You're a model. You're in the top modeling competition in the world. And you dare show up to, to judging in flip-flops and a tank top. You look like shit, and then they sent her home, even though her photo was good. What I thought they all like, not I thought that's what they all wore, like the um bell bottom jeans, the flip flops, like a tank top. Like her a- name was Noelle. Her name, I remember, I distinctly remember her name was Noelle, and she was short. She was like one of the shorter girls in the cast. Oh. So when she wore like flip flops, they were like, "You're sh- one, you're short. You should never wear flip flops. Two, you should never wear flip flops in here because this is a modeling competition." And she had a good photo that week. They literally told her that she looked pre- she looked pretty in her photo. But, but Tyra sent her ass home because she wore flip-flops. 
And there's no way for them to defend themselves. No. And if even if they do, they're going to be fucking yelled at. Like, do you ex- do you expect to to talk to people like this in the industry? You're you're lucky that you're only talking to me because if you actually get into the real world, people are going to treat you way worse than me. Oh. That's li- that's how Tyra acts. She gaslights people. It's so funny. I love it. She really good. It's de- it's like she crazy. Gaslight. It is so crazy to watch. <laughs> Trey It is insane. But yeah, that's, that's what I appreciate, and it makes me laugh. Other people's <laughs> torture. <laughs> you say it's insane. What this girl's been through is awful, and I love it. I eat it up. <laughs> I mean, they're all way past it now, and if I'm sure none of them have trauma from America's Next Time Model anymore, it's been 20 years. Like, it's fine. I heard that a lot of people, like off the show, like who even won and stuff like that, like it was harder for them for them to get into the modeling industry because it was like, oh, you just won your your job in a contest, you know? The first winner, her name is Adrian Curry. She never received any of her prizes. <gasps> Even the grand prize? Yeah, she never received anything. Oh. Nothing. She wrote a book about it, but she got, like, famous from exposing the show because she was on, like, a bunch of MTV shows because she, like, exposed Tyra in the show. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that. Like, I'm trying to follow in your footsteps and just keep it going for like TV shows and stuff like that. Because this job, you for- should. Because Trey, you can get on. And the thing is, oh my god. Okay, I got to tell you something that's so crazy. So you know, I love the show Big Brother, and this is you can. Yeah, we can honestly cut this because this isn't that related. Or you could. It's kind of really interesting. Well, but um, editing. So you decide. Oh yeah, I am the editing. That's right. Okay, uh, I can just tell you really quick. But okay, so there was a, a girl on Big Brother. Her name was Kalia. She's this amazing black woman who, like, one Big Brother never cast black people, like, ever. So the fact that they cast this, like, super, like, she went to an Ivy League, like, super educated, so well spoken on Big Brother, which is something that Big Brother never did before. So by. whenever, no, no, and they don't cast. They literally don't cast like people of color. It's until recently. But the, anyway, they cast this woman who like did well on the show, but she didn't really have like any job prospects. Like she was just like a she had a blog, I think. But after after she was on Big Brother, she started working for the casting people that she like that got her on the show. She worked her way up. Now she's the vice president of HBO. <gasps> Her name's Kalia Booker. You can literally Google her right now. She she started her career started as a contestant on Big Brother, and now she's the vice president of HBO. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! So literally, so what you have to do? So what my plan was is, you know, like apply to a bunch of reality shows and then just get in with the casting people and be like, hey, I mean, thank you for like putting me on the show, but I'd also love to work for you or like get some kind of connection to just advance you in the casting field because if because if she can get if she can work her way up to a fucking vice president of hbo starting as a casting producer in literally like 10 years the fuck that's insane and she deserves and she's a black and she's a black woman like and she's uh amazing she's literally such an iconic big brother player too love her i love her but yeah I wouldn't do that well on Big Brother. I think I could well. No, Trey, you could not. I'm sorry. I would not. Sorry, girl. You could not. I would be the candy. I would be the candy of the season. You'd be the confessional queen. You'd be you'd you'd be the one that they cut to for like shady moments. 
the narrator of the season. But the yeah, only actually ever you would be was the celebrity big brother the um of season two. And I feel like I would be how Candy was, where like she was so much of like not a threat that people would put her up for elimination because they knew no one was gonna vote for her. So like I'd probably be in the season for like mm. nominated to like go home. But I uh, yeah. I could see that. You could be the, it's called a pawn where like you you get put on the block because like you're not a threat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you're not getting embarrassed. You just sit there to look pretty. <laughs> Like they keep saving you because they know you're not gonna like do anything. Do but anything. then in the end, you can just turn around and win. Literally, Turns and be out like, "That was my strategy. My strategy out. was to look good." Because, like, honestly, seeing like Big Brother like that is you have to be so strategic with that. And I, I am, and you have to be patient. I'm a people person, but like, and I, I, I mean, I'm not an idiot. But, like, that is a lot of strategic, like, playing people and stuff like that. I'm not a people player like that, you know? I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm so nice. I feel like I would get tricked into helping people. You would. And then you'd get, and then, like, the fact is people lie to you all the time in Big Brother. And the first time you caught, you catch someone in a lie, you'd, like, blow up. <laughs> No, for real. Or, like, you'd never, you'd never <laughs> talk to them and you'd hold a grudge. <laughs> I would, yes. Even though, like, people lie to each other all the time, you're gonna take it super personally. I take it, um, I go Baggos Club, honestly. Start throwing (laughs) cereal on people. Pots and pans? You're gonna lie to me, bitch? I'll get you at this fucking house, bitch. Pike your bags. You start throwing shit into the pool. You start throwing their, their, like, toothbrush and shit into the pool. (laughs) Wait, so let's go to Baggos Club. I'm sorry. Even though we're supposed to be talking about All Star. Okay, yeah. This can be the thing that makes you happy, Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club. I finished watching um, the twin season after season seven. But first, season seven was so top tier for me. The New Orleans one? Yes, the New Orleans one. Mm-hmm. Tamia, is that her name? Tamaya? Tiara. Tiara. She was my favorite the entire yeah. season. I knew she was going to be my She's favorite. She's everyone's favorite. I knew she was gonna be my favorite when um, Judy was drunk at the bar, like one of the first few days. And she said, bitch, I'm trying to help you. Da-da-da-da. And Judy was yelling. She said, okay, then. So she starts walking and she yanks her down to the ground <laughs> and let Judy fall. She said, now remember that, bitch. And then she said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, wait. And then she had a quote at the reunion. Hold up. She said, oh, they said, how have you been handling um, like the backlash and stuff like that online? She said, oh, it's nothing to a boss. <laughs> That's so like 2011. Like back when that was filmed. That's such a like in the time saying. I loved it. And the twin season. Like a boss. The twin season was insane. Like that was like a Stanford experiment thing. Like the Stanford prison. Yeah. And that cast was like insane. Yeah. Like uh, fucking Angela and Christina. Yeah. Oh. God. They are. They need help. Christina was so mentally disturbed. I loved it. Yeah. Oh my God. Hanan and Susu. Yes, I thought I was love gonna- obsessed with them, and uh, I liked them, but like I hated they were on like the um the nasty to one side. <gasps> you didn't like them. The nasty. What were their jazz and someone else? No, yes. what were their names? 
all Wait, these please don't please don't tell me you liked Amber and the boring girl that didn't talk. Wait, which one was Amber and the boring one? The the two sisters that were the two sisters that were friends with Christina and Angela. I loved them. They were the good guys. They were literally boring as they were not. They were the bad guys. What do you they mean? Were, what do you, Trey? Your your view. The, bath, that girl threw up in the bathroom and refused to clean it up. I, that's when I was on the um the other people's side, and I stayed with them the entire time. I don't remember that, but they were they were boring. My favorite. They were just like negative. No, what? Yes. No, they just didn't. Okay. Have- okay, but why did okay, well, justify them not liking Hanan and Susu. Um like Hanan and Susu literally came in and then they started hating on them for no reason. Remember, Angel was like, You're in my club, you're gonna do what I say. Well, they, remember they didn't know um Hanan and Susu were bad girls at the time. That's why they stopped liking them. Well, not that's why they um started disliking them at the beginning, and then they didn't be for a while until um one of them touched like the other girl's money, and that's when they were like, "Ooh, okay, then maybe we can't be cool with them." But I don't think they ever like fought them. But they, yeah, they did. They weren't even my favorite either. My favorite was the girl who pretended to have cancer. Oh my god! I mean, she was really pretty. Liv, that was. So, oh my god when she, well and she faked her and her girlfriend faked being sisters to get on the show get on the show when she was like i got diagnosed with stage three terminal cancer like i refuse treatment why me and it's like yeah girl. and she had people believing her my fake my favorite thing from the entire season was chrysalis and they were trying to explain why they were so mad at her and she said you made us motherfucking think she had (laughs) (laughs) i love chrysalis so much that girl was insane i loved it wait who was it chrysalis chrysalis who's that the redheads christina Christina, whatever the fuck. But you did you say you loved her? I loved her. She was camp. Trey, you your your opinions are so fucking wrong. Oh my god. Why would you like the opinions? All they did was scream and twerk. They were fun. They had personality. They weren't haters. They literally lived their life. How were they Angela Angela to hate them? Angela and the two boring sisters were perpetual haters. Their entire existence was talking shit about Jamie and the other one because they were having fun. And sure, they might have been dirty or whatever, but at least they were offering something. The other two or the other four were literally just being bitchy and complaining the whole time. And the two irrelevant sisters, what the alcoholics, what were their names? Which ones? The party girls, the two party girls that, that were replacements. Ones. I love them. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were fine. They were also boring. But um, Ty, do you know what a contrarian is? Yeah. Do you think I'm that? Yes. There's no way. No, that's not no, Trey. That's not true. I'm just I. I stand firmly by my opinions. We just don't, but that's why that's why we have a podcast because we very often don't agree on things, which makes it fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
they were so nasty that doesn't make me happy okay but so was christina christina was a literal bully <laughs> yes i liked her for the wrong reason oh my god well that's offensive right that's why she did it when her <laughs> you would like out and she stayed in there for therapy all you would do was talk to her for she's she time. stayed in there for that check yes and that's in the camera said. time because she lied about it. Speaking of lying, um, why did Amaya catch me in a lie today? Not today, yesterday. <laughs> Wait, what? I had tweeted about um how I might be able to how because me and her are gonna go see um Denali and Crystal when she comes to visit Dallas. Oh yeah. And um I had tweeted about, oh my god, I'm about to miss Denali and Crystal. Oh my god, they're performing a lot. God hates me. And I was like, wow, thanks for reminding me. I had to text her. I said, girl, delete this shit. I'm lying for attention. <laughs> Just a daily, a you daily should, act. You should understand the kind of bullshit I'd be on. You know me for how you many- have a quota to meet. You have like a daily lie quota. Honestly. you're just filling you're just filling up the quota well it's not a live meter it's a delusion meter and if i'm not at my full fantasy <laughs> like it goes south i just start shaking i start yeah it's, it's for the betterment of you oh my gosh speak so should we, should we start talking about the bitches that are gonna be on all-star six yes i love how we both pause we both are like okay we gotta we gotta get to it yeah, and I said bitches because Trey, I know I know you noticed it too, but a lot of these girls talked about how this is a dramatic season. Yes. Look at the fucking cast. I knew it was. A exactly. If you just run down this cast real quick on paper, you could tell that there's a, there are a lot of big mouth bitches on this season. That they did it on that, oh yes they did they knew what they were doing when they made this when they made up this cast so thank you producers for doing something right because um and honestly it's like a really diverse season too like it's only like mm-hmm. people who are like on the same season yeah we got two trans girls we have, two, we have a lot of poc i think it's like half the cast is poc yeah i think so too looking at them all Mm-hmm. They got a lot of and people. also um age there are like older queens too which are rare on like regular seasons oh like old age mm-hmm. well i mean pandora's not even 50 yet well 40 40 honestly 30 something and drag is like old. and yara how, how old is yara yara's, in yara's 36 we're gonna get um, Pandora's forty eight. Jiggly's almost forty. So okay, so like, look, okay, look, wait, 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 we're not gonna start with our favorites. We're gonna do that at the end. But um, do you want to go through the entrance? Yes, let's do it. Because I was gonna say, like, who are you most excited for? But we can do that at the end. Yes, and we can make our predictions in the end as well, so we can look <laughs> back. Yeah, we got to And I think and I think our predictions will also be very different. Yeah, I do too. Cuz our opinion are we literally have the same exact final 3 for for tra- down under. And then yeah, we we'll, changed it each time one of our final 3 people. Yeah, cuz we were wrong as fuck. 
But um, okay then. So the first person to come in was Akira. Akira, yes. Did you? So I love that brown that she was wearing. Oh my! Agreed. God. Uh, she looks so good. Like and like so good. It was so. I love the face mask and everything. I love the silhouette that she had. And honestly, I thought it was gonna be hard for her to top her um promo pic with the body and everything on it. That bodysuit. Okay, I wanted to talk about her promo look because, yeah, I think it's my favorite. I think her promo look is my favorite. Mine too. Of everyone's because that I just love the I just it just it's just it, it just yes polished. and she said specifically um that um the new Akira is more um fashion forward fashion her season was like she was just um pageant. she was pageant yeah i'm like more modern now well what were your opinions of her on her original season um Akira i like Akira you know Akira is my type of um queen like the country the southern ones and she was she was messy too but mm-hmm, she was she would always interject herself in the mess like she would never be like the main person with mess no she was like she's that quiet messy she's the she's the girl that'll stir shit up and watch it from the back or like throw in really quick comments to like get shit going and then just sit back and watch which is like i appreciate those types of personalities because i kind of attribute myself to being a little bit of that kind of personality <laughs> so i see myself in a curia by just being like i'm a quiet but messy bitch um but i'm so excited for mainly her looks because both of the looks that she's shown us so far have been 10 out of 10s and honestly she never really looked bad on her season no no but she had a very uh defined aesthetic of like texas pageant girl and i'm really happy to see that she's like you know veered away from that and kind of like carved her own style oh damn not my computer about to explode you hear because <laughs> i got this wikipedia up to the fan but did you okay so did you hear about the mess between her and serena oh have i heard about it yes and you it's know, been all over my my timeline this is the wig that she yeah the- this is the wig okay it's it's a cunt wig she said um she said luckily the editing and stuff like that helped her out but um, when she showed like where the hot glue was and the pins and everything, like oh I, yeah, I haven't seen. I I didn't see like, and apparently she talked about it on on live, right? On a yeah. live. Yes, she said it looked good the first time she had it, like when she wore it. But then after that, like especially after you pay, like disintegrated, like it disintegrated. Yeah. Oh. And, and then Serena was like, "I don't do refunds." I said, Ooh. Yeah, I saw that. Which is like that is so cheap, girl. But speaking of cheap, who's not cheap is the next person who came in, Miss Jiggly Kelly and Tech. Yes, Man, looking I- like a just fucking businesswoman. Like she is professional. I'm not calling her Jiggly. I'm calling her cunt. <laughs> Which is the bitch is. May I call you cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay, I must admit, while she does look gorgeous, this is a very, very simple entrance look. Yeah, the entrance. Um, it was a net. Also, her promo look, I think, is kind of giving me prom tease. I like Uh, it. 
cute little mini skirt. It's fine. It's fine. It's. I think it's definitely on the lower end of the promo looks. But her entrance look, um, while it's it's simple, but it, it she looks great, and it's again it's an entrance look, so like yeah. I I don't I don't hate too much if it's like a simple because it's not honestly, it doesn't mean anything. Because honestly, the entrance look like is really important because it's how people like are gonna establish you for the rest of the season. But also, if you're on All Stars and like you're known for whatever. Just come in, whatever. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. Jujubee did that too. She came in that little black dress and said, "It don't matter. I'm still." Yeah, yeah she. Yeah, and that like 1920s finger rave wig and that cute little tight dress. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I love how her and um Sonique both said like a um old RuPaul saying, but like made it like yes, and like made fun of him being a transphobe. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> she said both of them did. She said, well, mother did say may the best woman. Woman win. That was a good one. Good one, Jiggly. I think Jiggly is going to be a mid-season out. She is a favorite. And I don't think she's going to be early out, but I do think there are a lot of more um, from what we're seeing. Because, like, you know, Jiggly, what she lacked was the fashion. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to get more of the personality this season, but, like, I think it's a lot of look girls this season. And yeah, she's not keeping up. But then again, we did that. We said that with Juju B. Yeah, but I think Juju B is Juju B. Juju B is like an icon in the world of Drag Race, and I don't think Jiggly has like the same like amount of I don't want to say clout, but just like you know, she's she's not on the same stature as Juju B in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. and. And just aside from that, on a positive side, I think out of everyone on the cast, I think Jiggly has had the biggest evolution from her original season. Mm-hmm. And like just in literally every way and like looks, talent, like literally everything, which is great to see. But I don't know if you caught on to this, but multiple girls in their interviews said that Jiggly was the villain of the season. Yeah. She said, um, I remember watching it in um they said um silky was loud and silky said she wasn't loud but um jiggly was jiggly was the only person who didn't say like um the same person somebody else that's how you know you was a shit talker mm-hmm. and everything and i'm here for it and that means me she- too i'm excited i'm excited for her to be bitchy if she is they should have brought Derek back for all star six i'm sorry or they should not have let him go home first Derek, God, he's such a. I know they really fucked Derek over. And let Blair get fucking okay. Anyways, <laughs> on to moving on to um someone known as just Jan, just Jan, just Jan. The, the promo look, bitch. Up yes, here. this promo look expensive. Was, was top two of the promo looks for me too, honestly. Yes, I yep, agreed. The top two were Akiria and Jan. Jan, yeah. And Jan looks expensive. Jan? This looks handmade, like apparently it was the same person who made um Denal not Denali's. Um yeah, I think it was Denali's ice look. Denali's. That makes sense. Because it has like the same little flare stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I can I, tell that she looks great. 
And she also looked good in the entrance, too. I love the whole little Harujuku Barbie. She was giving Ash Nico. She always has really, like, funny intros. I loved her intro from season 12. Who wants to play some basketball? Yes. (laughs) I pack back again. With her Janelle. Like... I love her so much. I just I love her too. I love Jan. She's so cute. I just love her. Um, you know, people have been saying, um, DMing her, telling her, Oh, you should have waited till um All Star Seven or whatever like that to go on. Yeah, and I saw her tweet like in response to that of like you don't it's never a guarantee. You can't just be like, Oh yeah, I'm not now, but reserve me a spot for next season. No, because you could easily be replaced. Everyone is replaceable in entertainment. You got to take your chance when you when it's provided to you because you don't know if there's going to be another one. I disagree. Firstly, she was one there in their contracts um, when they signed to get on Drag Race. Like for a year or two, you have to do all the Whopper's and plus the stuff that they ask you to do. So like normally, like if they ask you to come right back on that season like that, you have to say yes. So she was probably contractually obligated to come back. And she just can't say that. But um, what else? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Okay, but Trey, what if what if All-Stars doesn't get renewed? What if World of Wonders is like, uh, it's not profitable anymore. We're just going to put all of our money into regular Drag Race. Or what if they change it back to like All-Stars is, you know, how it was in the beginning where it was every like two or three years. And then at that point, Jan is not a top name. Um, I mean, I just think... And another thing, Jan is not one of the top girls from her season. Yes, she Think is. about it. No, no, she's... I'm sorry. I love Jan. She, she no, she's viral, not. She had a viral meme and she was one of the fan favorites. They, she has a robbed at it. She's a Jada, Jada has more of a... If, okay, let's pit, let's pit Jan against the other girls. Jada would have gotten on over Jan. Gigi would have gotten on over Jan. Crystal would have gotten on over Jan. Heidi would have gotten on over Jan. Jan is not one of the top girls of her season. So if Jan is provided with an opportunity, she's going to take it because she knows that she's not one of the top bitches. Firstly, I'm saying she just had to say that. She was probably contractually obligated to do that. But um, I keep losing track of my shit. Damn. <laughs> um, Jan is a top girl off of her season. And there are certain queens who can just say no to all stars because they know they're going to get asked back. Yes, agreed. Agreed. There are, but and Jan's Jan not is, one of them. People are very. No. Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. No. And also, the, all the people you're listening off of, season 12 could, could be like a redo of season five, how they did for All Stars 2. Have like a whole thing of just like all season 12 queens because that was just a really great season. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Asking, um, oh, who from season nine should come back? Everyone from season nine should come back. Well, most everyone from season nine should come back. Yeah. But like... James uh, Mansfield. Yes. I, I want James Mansfield. No, actually, actually, yeah. I'm not joking. That's serious. Like, James honestly, Mansfield. I want James. I want Charlie Hyde's. Oh, uh, maybe I'll draw the line there. <laughs> but I would love, I would love to see James back. Mm-mm. I think Jan. I think Jan could have said, "I want to wait till All Star Seven if she wasn't contractually obligated to." And I think <sighs> maybe I would, to, I would never go to her and say this because I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and I'm not a drag queen. But um, Jan is like a favorite, and she's a great performer. And I know if there was no pandemic, she would be a boss girl right now. And um, 
she could have brought up her coins like a lot a lot more so she could have like because honestly she was already a well-established queen anyway and like she never looked bad yeah that's true she was established already i have no qualms that she can um do that but um she could have i just felt like she could have been given she could have been dealt better cards to do better you know but i think she's gonna do great um I don't know if she's going to do great. I'm scared for Jan. I think she's going to do great. Her whole problem was she was too excited. I think that was just an editing thing. That was just the excuse they gave her to like, to make the audience think that she deserves to be out. No, because like, okay, when you think about Jan, my whole problem with Jan was that she was polished and she always looked good, but there was no Jan brand besides screaming. And being like the, ah, the yeah, house. being ah, I I love being here. Like it was yeah. like assholes. like honestly. But um, now that she I love that trying, though. I do too. <laughs> it just shows that she was trying. Yeah, the Grey's Anatomy episode, top tier. One of the best episodes. In the, in the- yes, agreed. It was such a good challenge. That was such a good challenge. I'm gonna say it. Like honestly, we all know the best episode of Jack Race, like ever. Can I get an amen from season five? <laughs> can, I, can I get an amen? I don't think... I Where think, my people at? I think that's one of the best episodes. I think the... Um, yes. I think the rap challenge from season six was... Oh, yes. That's such a good challenge. Also, the um the live rusical from season six was good. Mm-hmm. With was- um Ben. Ben was like the evil... Ooh, like witch or whatever. With the fish. Yeah, Courtney was the ingenue off the off the bus, and she <laughs> sold her soul to like become famous or whatever. Like I love that. I think I think Gaze Anatomy was like one of the top five episodes. Like that was mm-hmm. challenge. Definitely one. Of, definitely one of the best acting challenges for sure. And I think Beast Enders was really good. Agreed. Even though I didn't know any of the references, but it, it didn't matter because so they were all funny. so funny. And I was pissing myself at taste. I'm sorry. The fact that <laughs> bomb for the episode, like, what the fuck? I know. They had the to. And the hair flips literally on beat for every word that she was I, I know. But, like, everyone was so good, though. They really lucked out. You, whoever cast UK two needs their fucking dick sucks. America, yes. They need their pussy eight because they did something when they put all of those people people together. Oh my gosh! But next up into the workroom is I lost the fucking this job. I didn't write down the order they entered. I have them in alphabetical order. It's the next one who came in was Miss Raja O'Hara. My okay. <laughs> yes. So what? what? Uh, oh, what did I say? Like I didn't say anything. I didn't mean to say it in like a negative. I didn't mean to say it in a negative way. I don't know. I just have a lot of feelings about Raja, or like I maybe it's not, it's not a lot of feelings. I am. Tell me what's intrigued. I'm most intrigued by her coming into the season because I feel like coming into this, if like, if you just knew the bare minimum about the girls on this season, I think Raja is like the most what the fuck pick. Maybe, maybe Scarlet. Um, but 
I just feel like her her showing on her original season, but like alone doesn't really warrant an all stars placement, in my opinion. No, also so her for redemption. That's like what it is. That's one of the main. Things. I mean, now it is, but like the definition of an all star does is not someone who needs redemption. The definition of an all star is someone who is noteworthy and made an impact on their season. Um, Raja did leave an impact on her season. She did, but not in like an all star way. I don't know. I sound mean, but I I have a lot of faith in her now because I I think that she's changed a lot, like in literally every way. Like her drag or like her outfits are the ones that we've seen so far a lot better. Um, her personality seems so much more like upbeat and happy, especially in her Meet the Queens. Oh my god, she was so happy and like smiling. Like from watching or hell. But, and the laugh, her laugh, like what was how did it go? <laughs> <laughs> After every answer she laughed. Just, I mean, and I didn't hate that mind like get on my nerves as she continually does it. But I'm I'm glad to see that she was really happy. And I could tell she was the one primarily where I watched her. I was like, Oh, I could I think you did well just by watching her 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 interview because she was so like happy and excited and was like talking so much about the season and like, oh, I can't wait for you guys to see this. Like, oh, you guys are going to love this season. I just have a lot of faith in her. Mm-hmm. That was a really long answer, but long story short, I wasn't a fan of her on her original season, but I have faith in her now and I'm ready to stand. I think you're full of shit, Tari. Um, <laughs> I think- Which part? <laughs> Brit- everything you said, honestly. I think, firstly, in All-Stars, that is one of the things that they talk about. Like, All-Stars is for redemption. Like, to get... Now... No, bro. that's if, such a bullshit. That's bullshit, though. That's bullshit. First, no, okay. On the first All Stars, they just threw that shit together. All Stars Two was what we agree that everyone like agrees is like the beginning of All Stars. Because had, everyone on All Stars Two deserved to be there. They had Fifi O'Hara on there who was talking about redemption. Deserved. And like they've always had. Okay, but like, but she did well on her season oh. though, Trey. Fifi well, made it to the final oh, three. Raja did well too. She got ninth. And that were like Trey. That, um, in season Raja, one. Trey, Raja lip synced four times and she was never in the top. She is a lip sync assassin. She has something to prove. She's okay. by the queens. Mm-hmm. Just interesting storyline. And honestly, all of season 11 was a villain season. You pulled anybody. Yes. Wasn't Everyone can agree to that. There was not a likable bitch on that season. Exactly. Agreed. That was a villain season. So anybody come off of that is evil. And honestly, watching season 11, I am a Raja apologist. I don't think she, I feel like in the acting challenges, she did do kind of bad. But like when when she would get angry at people, like they would fight, they would fight. But specifically like when she <laughs> called out Plastique, I was on Raja. Mm. When she called her out after she had got four things that episode, it was like, okay, girl, come on. Okay, but that wasn't her fault. That wasn't Plastique, like, demanding that. That was the producers purposely doing that to trigger Raja. It wasn't to just trigger Raja. It was No, like- it was. No, just- Trey, it was. Trey, it was. They Next knew that night. Raja was pit. You don't know how producers work. They 1,000% did that to get a scene of Raja like, pissed off. They she knew that all his favorites is not because that they favored her, but just to get a reaction out of someone they were gonna send home at ninth place. Yes, yes, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that. 
I, I think that was favoritism, especially in Plastique, because Plastique had was. Or I think it's both of it. And um, honestly, I do do. I do too. I do think they were like, okay, we can get some shit out of this. But yes. like, Raj aside, like that shit is not fair. If I was there too, I'd have been like, okay, girl, like you've been getting a lot. If I if do, I, you know how many bitches can say that Drag Race is not fair? Do you know how many bitches can say they were fucked over on Drag Race? Most, most of them. Some of the winners can say that. <laughs> Literally, like that's not, that doesn't make her that special that she was fucked over. But also, she proved that she was a lip sync assassin. and surviving that many lip syncs like that is impressive. And to have a personality behind that to boot to. I mean, if if we're gonna be really real, I don't think she deserved to win all of them. You thought she deserved to beat Scarlet. No, I, I thought she deserved, she deserved to lose to against Scarlet. Yes. Yep. And I will. And I will have that opinion to the day I die. Like. I, when it, I had such a visceral reaction when I first saw that lip sync because I thought that was such an obvious like robbery. I was dare, so confused. How dare that monkey beat my queen? <laughs> Scarlet had two different gags, like two different gags. She had the golden scissors. She cut up her her outfit to reveal a new outfit, and also reveal golden confetti at the like climax of the song. Like, what else could she have done? I mean, dance better. I mean, yes, but she can't dance. And she just she she literally she literally did everything that she could have done, everything. She and she just still didn't win. But she cut up her um dress to go to pants, and then didn't really dance to let's dance. The song was called "Let's Dance." (laughs) She tried to dance. She tried. I mean, she danced as much as she could. And Raja for Scarlet. That's why she won. Yeah, but but also that's all that's all she did though. Raja had nothing deeper to her lip sync than her dancing and lip syncing the words. Scarlet had something. And then again, the song was called "Let's Dance." She embodied the song and what the song meant: dancing. Well, very face level. Nothing, no nuance, no no deeper meaning than just lip sync, just dance. Deeper meaning of throwing glitter from your wrist. It, Trey, it, there it's something. There's something more engaging to look at and watch. I loved watching her pull out those golden scissors and cut up her gold outfit and watching the gold confetti fall. I'd much rather watch that than, than Miss Raja doing a one-two step over and over again. To let's dance to the song. To let's dance. Let's dance. Let's dance. And I know that's an that's a, a controversial opinion, but. As just saying that, I am very excited to see Raja this am, season. And I, I think that she's going to really surprise people. I think she has a, I think she'll make it middle way. I think, I think you know, I'm going to say she, she goes far. Be, I think she's going to get robbed at it because she really was talented, honestly. Like she could make looks too and everything. Like if she could just be kind of funny, she can coast her way up to middle ground. Yeah. I think I think she's one of those that the producers aren't really looking for. So she might get like a rob that it on all stars. Yeah, she might be the Jan. Yeah. Cause she can sew too, right? Mm-hmm. She can make outfits, yeah. Oh, speaking of outfits, the next person, Ginger Minch. <sighs> What are my top five queens like ever? I love. I could not believe my eyes. Oh, but when I saw that, firstly, the promo look, let's get into it. Okay, the promo it, look, yeah. It's fine. 
it's Cam. She it's it's leaning, Ginger. She's been leaning into the camp more. I'm noticing that. Well, she's always been camp though. Not that I feel much, not that much well, kind of fashion. No, ma'am. Ginger has never been fashion. And I, I don't and the thing is in her interview, she talks about how she like her new aesthetic is like puts more of an emphasis on fashion. But I don't believe that, girl. I I, I don't see fashion in either of the looks she's shown us so far. Like that like with the she okay, she came out on Twitter and said how um the dress, she cannot defend that look oh, that frog look it was supposed to look ugly like it, that was the joke it was funny and i was it like, wasn't but you didn't let us in to know that it was no that's I, like drawing a bad portrait and being like it's supposed to be funny it's bad isn't it funny because it's bad because you know there needs to be something more to it well no i feel like had she had sold it more that it was supposed to be bad like we thought you like that look and we're coming in with it and you you haven't established yourself to be like a funny girl like that's so when you came out like that that was like when kennedy came out with all that shit glued to her face we were like oh okay but see i think there's a difference because that was so bad it was good not and kennedy i feel like this is it was so bad it's just bad bad not kennedy's phoenix look she did another look when she was like a disco ball and glued all that shit to her oh face. wait which season was that? Oh, that was All Stars, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! And her eyes. Yes. The, yeah. Okay, I remember now. now yeah. That was camp. Now, yeah, that was a moment. Anyways, that was a drag race moment. I'm so excited to see Ginger. I love her with all of my heart. She's gonna make it far. She is. I think one thousand percent. Top four, top three. I I told you the season's gonna. Be I the agree, girl. They said it's going to be a big girl on this season that wins. Yeah, there's quite a few, huh? But they, it has to be somebody. Yeah, and because there hasn't been one. It's got, I mean, realistically, I could, I could honestly see any of the big girls this season winning. Honestly, yes. Ginger, Eureka, Silky. Jiggly? Would you count Jiggly? I don't, I don't see Jiggly winning. No, but I don't think so either. I see them pushing Eureka because you know Eureka's good. She just, they love her. She just needs help when she when she's down because she don't know how to get back up. And then they just yeah Silky Coast. They let Silky Coast fully. I wonder if they're gonna let that happen again. Well, I mean, it's up. It's mostly the girls making the decisions this season, though. So, yeah, so we'll see. We will see. And, one of those girls who's going to be winning and making the decision, the next one to come in, Miss Yada Sophia. Yes! Uh, one of my all-time favorites. The original Puerto Rican queens. So, when I say so every, funny, everything that comes out this girl's mouth is so <laughs> funny. She's like, I'm the Oprah Winfrey of Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I look... But what's your favorite Yara Sophia moment? I remember we talked about it when she um in a few episodes ago, and they showed it in the um clip too. Yeah, when um, Where, uh, the weather woman, she's like, oh, yeah, the weather woman. <laughs> my ass is burning my ass. <laughs> That's my favorite Yara moment. Um, but she has so many. I mean, I think her most favorite, or not favorite, her most famous quote is the uh, "Mimi, I'm first. 
Well, someone needed to go home first. <laughs> Which is such a perfect timing. Like, how did she think of that? Like, genius. I love that it. line is cemented in time. I loved in her promo when she was like, people say I have an accent. I don't understand. I'm from Bibi. And her Amy Winehouse, which is iconic. People the cigarette. Over that that which is a vacuum. That was trying to say vacuum. Very rarely do we find something in drag race that like ages so well like it was bad in the moment but like it ages so well like that like, yeah it's gonna be funny agreed <laughs> this is the i'm excited for her and she is going it's to cool. come with the looks yes she can make a look that isn't she sick. like she's the original her and raj are like the original look queens yes and with body yara was no and raven Yes, she is known for her looks, and she is undoubtedly going to look fucking sickening on this runway. I think she's gonna. I don't want to loop her in with like um, Alexis Mateo, but like how in Alexis Mateo last season, how she would have gotten top three had India not fucked her. Fucked her. Mm-hmm. I think Yara's gonna get an undercut like that from somebody. You think? I can see Yara making I can it far see in the top three, but I think she's gonna get um undercut by either production or just somebody like being like oh let me get rid of yara i hope she does she has the like jujube effect where like you know she, she's just, like respected she you know she's respected now no no that's, that's what i'm saying where like she's so respected where they don't she's not even an option of going home yeah. you know like how season five like shay and jujube they were even when they were in the bottom no one even mentioned well, like no. Well, I mean, I, some did, but did, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, I'm hoping that they, but honestly, that they keep her around because of her name and her like legacy. Because like I don't think that was also because like just of Juju B's name and stuff. Like Juju B never once did bad in All Stars. Like in this All Stars five, I can't, I can't remember. I can't, I can't one moment. I can't remember I, enough to comment like, on it. She even deserves to be in the bottom. There were multiple times I thought she deserved to win. Yeah, for what I remember, she never did bad. But I mean, Jujube never does bad. Yeah. Well, unless it's like a makeup challenge. She she had never just lost a lip sync. The only time she lost her lip sync was when she won a challenge. That was her first. Oh yeah, that's true. But she's still a queen, and Yara is going to be a queen as well. Forever and always. Did we? Did I skip somebody? Oh, no, Did you just get Pandora? No. The next person who comes in is ooh, Miss Silk with the good milk. Actually, though, like literally. I am when she put the milk at her titty and then threw the cookie at them. I, said, I know. Okay. I said, damn, bitch, you better work. And I'm also a silk apologist. Oh, me too. I am too. When I binged watch season 11, Silky was one of the fighters and stuff like that. But when you go back, Silky never started an argument. Someone would say something to her and she would react aggressively, but she was never the perpetrator of the violence. She would always be honestly like one of the victims and having to defend herself. I've grown to appreciate Silky. She, I mean, season 11 would definitely not be the same without her. It'd be so much more boring. 
And season it, season eleven was filled with filled to the brim with like filler queens mm-hmm. and something about Silky. Silky will never be a filler queen. Like she's always gonna have a presence. And like, cause you can actually you when I first um was like hearing people talk about it, like no one talked about how like she got defeated during the season and everything. And um when I watched that untucked when like she was like um I was really hurt. Because, like, I'm going to be in the bottom two. And, like, on stage, Brooklyn told me, like, she hated the outfit. But, like, backstage told me she loved it. You know, Brooklyn's, like, the look queen. Like, I thought, like, if I or like, I was actually going to be, like, really good. I was like, damn, wait. Silky has feelings? Feelings. She's a human being and not just a character. Believe it or not. Yeah, can you imagine? Mm -mm. But I'm, I'm excited to see what she offers for the season. I, Me too, and I, I've liked her look so far too. I liked her. I like her promo look more. Yes, I do too. I wasn't the biggest fan of all the people are saying that's one of the best entrance looks ever. Like with that blue, Silky's that. blue dress. Yes. No. Yeah, I did not. Do, I didn't agree with that. No, let's not jump the Gia gun here. Gag. Honestly, I think pulling a, a glass of milk out your titties. Yeah, like, very unexpected. What do you think the best um, entrance line is? And what do you think the best... Oh, my God. I See, I'd have to think about it. I have no... I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, my gosh. You're so lame. Does, does anyone... Well, what is yours, then, bitch? Crickets. It's... um. I love... I love... <laughs> like, I'm black. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic one. I like that, and I love honestly. <laughs> I know it's recent too, but um, no, not Electra's. Um, who was it? Oh wait, Electra's is funny. I was a model. Before. I was a model before the accident. <laughs> I like that, that was, was funny. An audible. <laughs> do you ever just do that in your house? Or Bimini's? I'm vegan. <laughs> yes, I loved it. Well, what was what's because honestly, I think it was Laganja. I think Laganja's always going to have the most iconic because she's the one who started the whole, like, having an interview. Yeah, she started it. Come on, season six. With that lethal-ass death drop. <laughs> honestly, she's and she stood a standard, honestly. And with that death drop, she killed the bar. She, Not yeah. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was a good one, girl. Fuck you. I must, yeah, that was good. That was good. Whatever. I didn't give you. I didn't give you enough credit for that one. Sure. Speaking of someone who doesn't get enough credit, oh, who is next? Person to come in is Miss Pandora Box. Yes, I agree. She does not get enough credit. I loved her so. I loved her Meet the Queen so much. I, I love her personality. She's like bitchy. She's like an old hag. Like a bitter old hag, but in the best way. Like she plays into that character, you know. Mm-hmm. I love. She's like I was not Miss Congeniality. Stop remembering like that. <laughs> Why don't you want to be Miss Congeniality? Well, man, I think she actually loves it because she mentions it multiple times in her interview. Uh, but I don't know. I think she's just like playing off of that aspect of her character because I don't think she is much like her like the version of herself from season two i feel like she's a lot more like experienced and rough around the edges and i think she's a lot more mean like i don't think that she's gonna be as cordial no and helpful 
I loved it on Meet the Queen. She said, um, because you know she got peed. Peed. She got paired with Mimi on first and all stuff. Yes. <laughs> she was like, I would have won if I was by myself. And then when in the in the meetings when RuPaul was like, so why do you think you were your partners with Mimi? What she said, she was like, I like perpetual torture or something. Yeah, like I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh yeah, I'm a that's it. I'm a glutton for punishment. That's what she said. Girl, that's so good. You know how mad I would be if I got on the first all-star season. That's like, oh, what would that be like now? That'd be like peppermint getting put with Aiden. <laughs> like Yeah. Waited all this time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cause there was no fucking way Mimi was winning ever. <laughs> Pandora, when she found she got stuck with it, was just like, I can't believe. Yeah, Pandora was like, This is set up, bitch. Well, let me not unpack. But we're, she's back in full force, looking so good. I loved her entrance look in the workroom. I did too. She looked very motherly. Not mother, motherly sounds bad. She looked like a mother of a house. Like she looked established. Like that was. Oh my God. Do you know, do you know what I wrote in my notes? She what? she was giving me House Bunny, yes. like Anna Ferris and House Bunny, but like an elevated drag House Bunny. Yes, that's what she gave me. I was living for it. Like it's, she looks expensive, classy. Speaking of expensive and classy, oh my gosh! The next person that ended swinging a cha cha. <laughs> Scarlet Envy, Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Oh, yes, Scarlet, the the statuesque beauty. I mean, she's gonna look good no matter what. So, Scarlet Del Envy. Oh God, that was terrible. Envy. <laughs> okay, I really quick about Scarlet. Scarlet has one of my favorite um, runways of all time with her creature from the lagoon runway yes with that face thing with the cover yes yes one of one of my absolute favorite runways of all time so i just wanted to say that really quick um both of her entrance her well her entrance look and her promo look um while they're beautiful they're like expected something was wrong with both of the looks for me like I, I agree I, I, I agree i don't know if it was like the hit like with the promo look firstly i don't get phoenix from just the pink but i don't think i don't like the fit here i don't like the fit of it yeah the the weird like bottom i'm not a fan of it and then like in her entrance look like the hat was too big too and- big it was too bulky i agree yeah but, she just she just looked better i don't know in my opinion. And, um, she, I mean, she looks great, but she'll always look great no matter what. The bitch is stunning. I mean, she's always going to look good. Her dress, I love it. But she, um, she didn't do bad in her season. Like, she did really No. Like, the first time she was ever in the bottom, she was eliminated. Like, Even in, like, the bottom, but safe. Like, she was never, like, safe bottom. She, she lip-synced twice. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, that big the six person lip sync. I I barely fucking count that. That was such bullshit. Just had people in there, and if anything, they should have saved that for the um for the Evie 
Silky, Aquaria, and Vanjie. They should have said what. Why did they think a six-person lip sync was a good idea? Like, we barely like three-person lip syncs. Girl. And then to fucking J-Lo song? And not oh, just my God. Yes. It was a J-Lo song. Oh, you know those queens must have been embarrassed. Like, why were we on this season? This fucking bootleg season of Drag Race? Oh, I was looking for it, though. It was hilarious. But she wasn't going home. She wasn't going home for that. No, because she won a challenge. Didn't she win that challenge right before she was in the bottom? Because she won like week two. Yeah, she won early, and then she she won that like acting challenge or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, um, okay. Something that I wrote in my notes: Scarlet, um, looked not even looked like she just like she sounded like she took a Vicodin. She looked like her puppy I, got stolen on the way to film this interview. I told you this like before when we were planning this. Yeah. She goes home first. Like she sounded so defeated in the um in the confession, not confessional, in the Meet the Queens. And like in her confessional, she's still like, oh, I'm oh, I'm Scarlet Envy. Oh, I'm beautiful. But like in the promo thing, she was like, Yeah. There was a lot of fighting this season, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was here. I think she goes home first. You know, it's that talent show. Yeah, and what is her talent going to be? Show. I mean, unless there's something secret we don't know about. But I agree. Oh, Scarlet is a great contender to go home first. But I, yes. And I think she did so well in her season. This isn't fair. Wait, and she only got 10 uh. Yeah, she was eliminated early. But, like, she did well every time before then, so, like... Mm-hmm. Weird. I know, that's why I was so fucking pissed when she went home her original season against Raja, who was in the bottom ten times. If you can perform, you can perform. Yeah, and that's another thing. Scarlet is really strictly just a look queen. Um, She can be funny. Like, I actually think her personality, just in general, is like one of my favorites she's like extremely deadpan sarcastic like i love that but as we know that does not translate that well to drag race challenges i think she's gonna struggle in the acting and like the improv because that's just not her gig she did again and the talent the talent show huh oh i remember she did good she did good in the um she did like a a rachel maddow do you remember she did a rachel maddow impression no she did they did a like mini challenge where they had to read like a prompter and she did like a rachel maddow impression she's like a political commentator it was really good you're right i forgot she's actually pretty good in in acting challenges hell trying to play me she's not funny oh well live she's not funny live she's funny on her own time i remember she did well in the improv challenge in the acting um one with um with the, the mariah carey one yeah she, she flopped remember she did pretty trey, good. trey she flopped she didn't even know the name of mariah carey's fan she called them butterflies girl yeah remember so and rupaul was like why did your dumb ass call her fans butterflies do you not know i, I do remember um when they were coming up with the challenges, they got to pick the queen, and then they all said, "Ooh, Mariah Carey." And Ruth said, "Do y'all know anything Mariah Carey?" They said, "No." He said, "We'll change it," and they just kept Mariah Carey. Wait, hold up one second. I think my mom's calling me. One second, she's screaming at me. I'll be right back. 
Next up is the legend. Who's next? The icon, the mother, the inventor of not only the salsa, but the cha-cha, the inventor of wigs, the inventor of... The inventor of education, of reading, um, English, of college degrees. Ghetto, the Serena Cha-Cha. <laughs> I just... Hey, yes, the Panamanian oh. queen. Panam- is she from Panama? Yeah. Oh. Do you <laughs> not remember season five with her little mini flag on the runway? You remember? No. I she don't had her know. little Panama flag, and it was like a little 50 cent dollar store flag. I don't remember. That you put in like drinks, but yeah. She's, um, she's from Panama. She looks the same, but like more expensive like you can tell she obviously has more money than when she was 21 um but uh, you could tell her aesthetic is very similar like still the same very showgirl like yeah like carnival i I... she can i say real quick okay i'm sorry for cutting you off this is the last thing i'll say um her wig for being for like being a wig maker this wig is not girl terrible okay go you go i'm gonna enjoy her for her episode yeah or two if scarlet goes before her yeah i think it might be serena than scarlet like they needed somebody to go home first for real Mm -hmm. she fills the jasmine master spot the like the strictly and the Derek berry spot the person who's there for the meme and who's eliminated first I just, that's like an archetype now but is serena a meme yes that whole oh, yeah. that season that untucked season fight yes yeah, that I'm is 1000 percent meme i forgot that was her <laughs> who are you calling underhead uneducated miss thing all of you guys <laughs> she was she was so fucking bold oh my god i cannot believe I hope she does something. Hopefully she read the Bible. Hopefully she reads the girls. I want her to be, I want her to show a little like I want I want Serena Cha Cha to tell somebody something. I want Trinity Cabonet something. Oh Trinity would literally stare at her and just laugh. Oh my god. I'm not gonna retell the story, but um there's this funny story that um Darby shares about um Trinity Cabernet. Yes, yeah, I know that exact story. Like, I listened. To, I watched that episode. Watch IMHO. Watch IMHO. <laughs> it it was, was funny. It was so funny, and it makes complete sense. Like I could completely imagine Trinity doing that. I would kill myself if Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so well. Well, one, I would not have went in there if if Dita would have left me. I would have been like, oh, well, I'm just gonna piss myself. I would not go in there by I myself. Would there, literally, instead of just being like, I got it. I could not have done it. I'm sorry, I could not have done that. And then, it, but also, Trinity was from a um, earlier season, and you know, them early ones don't watch. Yeah, and Trinity, she she wasn't even like a final. She got like what seventh. Uh, don't do Trinity. She was. I mean, RuPaul. I mean, bitch, I love Trinity. Everywhere, breed. 
but I Trinity is has like Jan syndrome where Trinity was not one of the top girls from her season. Girl, what Trinity has been asked to come back? Um, Trey, we can go through this. I can have I have the receipts. I mean, I'm I'm not saying. I mean, I love Trinity. Like I, that's no doubting. She's literally one of my favorite girls from that season. But she's not one of the top girls. But All Star, it All Stars isn't for the top girls. All Stars is for the fan favorites to get them all to watch a second thing of wrestlers. I guess, yeah, sure. But I hate that. I hate that how that's the title for. Like all stars <sighs> not mean the best of the best. I know, but it should. They need to call it RuPaul's Redemption Race. I keep saying this: all stars needs to be every five seasons. That way, we won't yes, much burnout, and we'd have like a good level of um, what's it called? Of um, about like how all stars two was. Like, we had all those incredible queens. Like there was nobody on there who we were like, okay, this is just like they just had to throw. Some yeah, money. that's because they waited like two or three seasons. In between yeah, the next all stars, yeah, I know that's that's what I agree. That's what they need to do. But obviously, RuPaul's Drag Race—it's not about what makes the show good. It's about what makes the show more money. So, like I watched um, the Drag Detective on YouTube. They did like a um, mock season of like if All Stars three was being held in 2020. So like it lets you have queens from like all of All Stars three, four, and five. So we had fucking Shangela. We had Monet and Trinity, um, Valentina and Shay on the same season. Like that was yeah. insane. Yeah, but you, we would have had to wait like four years for it. But I, I think that's worth it. I, I think that's incredibly worth it. And then and then if you wait like five um five years like that, you can get away with having like 16, 17 queens. Mm-hmm. And which would warrant a 16 episode season, not like season yeah. 13. Oh my God. And Never, that, ever, ever have a season that long again. Honestly, having like an all, that would make it an all star season. You can only pick like the best from the best from like each of the seasons. Mm-hmm. And then since it's so like spread out like that, more of the Rue girls would be fighting for a chance to come back. Oh, and they'd be so hungry for it. Because, you know, everyone would be clamoring to come back because All-Stars would actually, getting on All-Stars would actually mean something at that point. Now it's, like, expected. Literally, like, if you make it to a certain point on Drag Race now, it's, like, expected that you're going to be asked for All-Stars. Isn't that sad? I fully, fully think that most girls, like, if I was was going on two, I would try and just get, like, top five. And yes on all stars after that so i can actually start making real money because like, i mean i think that's what rose fan favorite thing yes and i think that's exactly my crackpot theory or my conspiracy theory is that that's exactly what rose did rose knew that going into the finale she had the best track record so she was like kind of scared that she was gonna win even though like we knew but I think that she purposely had her quote unquote ankle injury. And I also think that she didn't try as hard as she could have in that final lip sync because she wanted her, her secured spot for all stars. And I can't even fault the bitch. Like, good for her. Her entire like person. Okay, I'm not going to wait. Sh- shut up. <laughs> I was literally about to go off again. I was about to say, I didn't even say anything. I thought you were telling me to shut up. No, no, no. I was telling myself to shut up because I'm going to, I'm just going to cut this anyway. 
I'm telling you, you're going, you put way too much into Rosé's skill. Rosé lost two lip syncs prior to that. She's just not a lip syncer. She was never going to win the season because she can't lip sync. And I do feel, and that's why I feel like we need to change the, the format of the finales. Oh my God, please, please change it. To the, it's well, time. If we had that rule for All-Stars, Ben De La Creme would never have won a season. And like she nope. deserved to win also. She's an incredible drag queen, but she's not the best lip syncer. And that shouldn't determine at the end, like if you make it and win all these challenges, but you're not the best at doing that, you just can't win. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, I don't know what else she would do. And I honestly did not like how they had um, three looks for the queen, like a ball at the end like that. And it didn't even mean anything. And the looks, and it was so quick. You can tell these queens invested so much. Thousands of dollars. And it's like, you only saw them for seconds. But But that's expected now, Trey. That's like expected to, if you go on Drag Race, you're expected to spend that much money. And it's not even fun anymore. Like, I mean, like, looking at the top four, I mean, I guess maybe with the personality. But, and you know, I love, so I'm a small fan. Fully thought she should have won first second I saw. You know this. We, I, I watched them with Yeah, you. me too. I, I was a small fan from day one, minute one. Winner, as soon as I saw that, with the sagging, oh my God. But, um... Like, Gottmik, Rosé, Simone, like, they weren't the personality people of the season. No. People with the budgets. All the personalities went home first. That part. I guarantee you, if this season was formatted a little differently, Kamora would have made top five. Uh, Had it not been a comedy challenge first... Kamora would have made top five. I would have loved that. That would have been so. I would have. I want a season where Kamora makes it far. Like, oh my gosh! But we gotta. She's keep, so iconic. We gotta keep going. Yeah, on. we're we're almost done. <laughs> to the people still here with this baby, keep on. <laughs> Speaking of baby, my precious sweet baby princess Trinity K Bonet. Yes, love her. Did you hear Trinity K Bonet got called out for transphobia? Yeah, I've heard of that in the past. Where and also like, well, it was talking about it was transphobia. It was like defending like a transphobe, which is trans. And I, but that, she and she's also made comments about how women can't do drag, like how of how in the past she has, or she's she's expressed opinions of like against queens who are like a fab queens assigned female birth. But I mean, from what I know, that was a while ago, and I'm sure that she's changed her stance on that, but I I don't know any update on it. I was going to say, the reason I was trying to clarify like that, because it's two different things of like defending a transphobe and like being transphobic, because one is much easily, like, much easier, easier, ooh. (laughs) Easier, but it's much more easily. The fact that you were you were pronoun you were focusing in on your pronunciation and you still said it wrong. It's okay. We've we've all been there. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna leave that in. Oh my god. Anyways, she um can much more easily unlearn that ignorance. Yes. And that but 
hearing that, I'm a, I'm a little less. I don't want to call her my baby now. I uh, did you know that what the K stands for in Trinity K Bonet? Kardashian. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I knew that. I thought it was Trinity K A Y. Bonet. Oh my no! The K stands for Kardashian. It's just like um, there's another name that has a initial that stands for something. I don't remember, but oh, oh P. Alexis P. Bevels. The P stands for uh, fill in the blank. Uh, the P stands for let's pass on this last one. Eureka. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, anything that I could say about Eureka is all negative. There's <laughs> not. There's nothing positive that I could say. So I'm just gonna keep me mouth closed. I'm going to say I'm excited to see what she does on this season because she's going to cause a mess and she's a messy person. Uh, okay, I, I will second that. Um, I'm excited to see the shit that she causes. Oh, wait. I didn't know um, they're non-binary. I'm looking on the, um, on the page. Eureka? Yeah. Hmm, I also didn't know that. Well, I assume she, she pronouns in drag. Yeah. She, her. Well, I still don't like them. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's just like overall. I'm just not a a fan of their aesthetic. I think that Eureka has shown no evolution, even from her like original season to now. I think she's very one note, but she's you know what? She's good at that one note. She can hit that one note, and RuPaul eats that one note up. So good for her. They need it's the one note they need for Drag Race. Yeah, and she can ride that one note for a while, and I think that she will. I'm, I'm, I mean, and that's that on that. A lot of our favorites are one note like that, like Shangela, the Nancy. She's not one of my favorites. She's not. No. Why not? I don't know. I feel like she. There's just a lot of not good stories about her, about how she's like unprofessional, how she's late to a lot of stuff. Yes. how she she thinks she's like above a lot of people in the industry or like especially rue girls there's a lot of rue girls talk about that yeah i remember i don't jasmine. know i just don't respect that that's why jasmine walked off sit on the christmas special mm-hmm. yeah that's one of the reasons i am not a big fan of her mm. well i like how she goes up nancy julia drag <laughs> i think that's- she's i think shangela is super good at producing a show yeah She's a good self-producer. A good self mm-hmm. does well on um, Drag Race. And I think that's how she she has been asked back so many times. She's so good at it. Yeah. She's just likable, you know? She is. You can't say that about too many people. No. Especially on Drag Race. <laughs> and coming from us, we oh. like talk shit about everyone, so. Oh. I love when you just said No. And just <laughs> <laughs> that's just how i respond some you sometimes you don't need a flashy answer all you need is a good no or yes you said i let you shot man <laughs> man <laughs> man oh my god uh, man oh man Shangela is one of my we can cut this out too the episode. We can just, just keep talking. We can keep talking. But, Did we talk about Kylie? 
Tonique? Oh my God. Did we skip? I think we did. Or like maybe we talked about her for like two seconds and then we got sidetracked and oh <laughs> moved on. What about my homegirl? Yes. Where is she at? Kylie Sonique on um, Love. One of the tops for the season for me. And the top entrance line. Ooh, you got Ooh, girl, you got female. Yes. And in the promo look and in the um entrance of just giving all of that body just because giving she- body. Endless body. Bitch looks good. And you know she can lip sync. Oh, you know, you know she can lip sync. You know she can lip sync. And and you, I think she can sew as well. Like she makes her own outfits. Yeah. I could have made that up, but I I'm I pretty sure she does. I I remember she did well in the sewing challenge. Like she made a good look. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's true. I remember when they had to make it out of the curtains. She made that like African tribe look, or that's what she called it. Ooh. And when it was cute, um, she, it was well constructed. So yeah, so she can probably do that. She can dance. We know that. With all the um, I, clips. I remember that. Yeah, the fucking acrobat. She was Cirque du Soleil on the stage. <laughs> um, her biggest downfall, which I assume like everyone can agree on, will be like improv. I, while she's such a lovely and nice and charming person, you can tell that she's not quick on her feet. Like when it comes to quick wit and like she even talks slow. She does and. Uh, and that, I think that's super endearing, though. Like, I loved her Meet the Queens because she was so relatable and so normal. Like, I feel, you know, like she's just someone you could just literally go out to lunch with and have a normal conversation with. Mm-hmm. Can I you think- imagine having a dinner with Eureka? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would get caught the N-word. So many- <laughs> you would. And then they leave and make you pay for the dinner. Literally. Oh, my God. But um, with Sonique. But honestly, like, when you talk about people talking slow like kennedy davenport was like that but like kennedy was one of my favorites that was kennedy's accent too that was just so, okay. hey i'm kennedy so fuck my drag huh? right fuck my drag huh you didn't talk slow milk <laughs> uh, milk oh my gosh but i am there who who are you most excited to see in the season oh uh, Honestly, I think I am most I'm most excited by Kylie because I just am obsessed with everything about her from the promos. Mm-hmm. Um and Jiggly because mm-hmm. I I am a Jiggly apologist from season 4. She's one of my favorites, which is like weird because mm-hmm. like if you watch season 4 and you don't know anything about it, Jiggly is like not a main character. But yes. I just love huh? Yes, he was. No, in the grand scheme of this, of season four, Jiggly was not a main character. No, she wasn't. She but had, she had she had her moments. No, she had one of the early plot lines. Because like, see what what a good season is. It has multiple plot lines to it, and not just like. And I said, I said grand scheme of things, Trey. I said grand scheme, and the main characters of season four were Fifi, um, Willem, and Sharon, and everyone else. And like, I'd say Chad was like best supporting Dita was best supporting uh, oh oh yeah Latrice the, Latri- no Latrice was main Latrice was like honestly yeah, to say like she's the most beloved queen like ever yeah I don't know why I forgot about her 
but yeah, I don't I don't remember the point of me talking about this, but I'm sure it made sense. Um, wasn't a main character. I think Jiggly. Oh yeah, yeah, she wasn't alliance at the beginning, but then like hers got cut when like. Well, yeah, because she almost went home the first episode. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we'll I'll, I'll. But I'm I'm ex- I'm so excited to see her, especially because everyone's calling her the villain of the season. Who do you think's top three? That's what we need to end this episode on. Top three. Top three is Eureka, Ginger, and, 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 and not Yara. I don't think she's... You're mean. Not Jan. Um, I said two white queens. Yeah, racist. Half the cast is PLC. And you pick- okay, but okay, but, oh, but listen, Trey. The last how many? The last what? Like four, five winners have been people of color. They've all been black. right. Black, right? Not all been black. Um, how? No wait. It was season. Oh, five. Canada, Canada. Um, Priyanka was. Season I think she's Southeast Asian. First five. Um, then before that was Drag Race UK. No. Mm. No, oh my god, not UK. Draggers UK was white. No, white, okay. white. It was All Stars 4. And then it was season 12. And then it was All Stars. Well, 11. Evie. Evie's black. Well, 11. And then um, season 12. And then All Stars 5. And season 13. And then season 13 had a black winner. And then Priyanka, yeah. But you said I think RuPaul RuPaul's getting a little tired. Whites need to reign again. Yeah, RuPaul's getting a little fatigued. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna okay. I'm just gonna say uh, Ginger, Eureka, you, and fuck it. I'm gonna say Raja, just as a what the fuck choice. You think Raja's gonna be top three? No, but I can't think of anyone else that I can see there. I think. I think Trinity, if she comes in with the confidence. <gasps> oh, I forgot about Trinity. Fuck. I, but I'm not changing it. I think Yara's going to get, I think Yara deserves top three. I think she's going to get fucked over from something. something. I agree. I She's not going to make it to the end. I agree. I think even though Ginger deserves to be top three of Eureka. <gasps> you don't think she's going to make it? I think they're going to push Eureka. I think, in my opinion, I think Ginger is the like safest lock for finals. I think no matter what, Ginger's gonna be there, unless some crazy shit happens. Like if she gets Manila, she could. I mean, honestly, she could be. Because if you think about it, it could be a fucking design challenge, and Ginger's easily could be the worst at that, and they sent her home. Wait, girl. So wait, this is like a this is like a fighty people season. So like they're gonna be more inclined to vote like strong people out. Well, hell, maybe they will get rid of Eureka's ass just to shut her up. I think, okay, I'm calling it. Trinity, I don't want to say Jan. My heart is telling me Jan, but something's telling me don't do Jan. No. No way. No, I'm calling, I'm saying Ginger. I'm saying Trinity, Ginger, Fuck it, Akira. <gasps> okay, yeah, because you know what? She made it to the finale before. Mm-hmm. She can do it again. Yeah, that's a good guess. That's what I'm saying. Trinity. Girl, why did I say Raja? 
And the thing is, I think it's because I get such a good, I got such a good feeling from her, like, cast interview. Mm -hmm. Even if she doesn't make it to the finale, I know she makes it far. Or if if she's one of the first out, she, like, did such a good job at, like, pretending to be happy. (laughs) Because she was giving me radiant. Like, she owned the season. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I I never I did not get a, like that same vibe from anyone else but her. Mm-mm. You're right. I think she was just happy to be there. I think she thought she was going. Maybe go. you know what? Maybe and that could be what it is. Like she's just happy to be in front of the camera again. She Who said, knows? Every but, was a chick. <laughs> but bitch, if I'm right, that's that's crazy. If if Raja is actually at the end, I did some shit. And who do you think's going home first? Say it on three. One, two three serena serena yes i mean the thing is every all-star season there's this this archetype like that we talked about like the Derek barry you had a feeling like i had a feeling he was gonna go home first and he did um season two coco i mean to be honest like going into that season she was probably the the like the one people I assumed guess. would go first yeah even though even though coco is so fucking talented and an iconic drag queen just she, that all stars 2 was just respected. that cast yeah, she was, was like respected by production yeah and then jasmine masters jasmine i mean everyone knew jasmine's gonna go home first like we did I and did. i th- that's just serena i didn't i thought she, would have went home first uh honestly yeah i could see that i could see Farrah go going home first but i but I mean, they were both back to back. So like, either way, you just you know that if Serena doesn't go home first, she's going home second. Yeah, hopefully, and Scarlett's going home second. Agreed. Scarlett, Scarlett, and Serena are not long for the competition. And honestly, J- uh, Jiggly too. I don't think Jiggly's going to make it that far. Yeah. Oh well. But I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to see Jiggly at the end. That'd be some crazy shit. I'm all right. Anyways, <laughs> we'll see you later, guys, for the next all right. time. I promise y'all it won't be two hours. Yes, it'll be shorter and more condensed. Literally, it's difficult on us to edit these two hours, too. So Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.